Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. President Trump and Joe Biden face off in Cleveland this evening. Nancy Pelosi suggests the House may decide the presidential election. The Louisville police officer charged in Breonna Taylor's killing pleads not guilty. More than one in five new COVID tests come back positive in the Midwest. The sale of alcohol jumping 55% since the contagion began. Also, a no-spin preview of tonight's debate. But first, President Trump and Mr. Biden meeting for the first presidential debate in Cleveland. According to moderator Chris Wallace, the 90-minute event will focus on the pandemic, economy, police reform, race relations in America. Polls show 70% of Americans say the debates, quote, don't matter much in their decision. But if 30% can be persuaded, this is a big political night. Speaker Pelosi telling her colleagues the House may have to decide who wins the election this November. According to the 12th Amendment, congressional delegations will decide who the next president will be if neither candidate wins a majority in the Electoral College. That has not happened since 1876, and I do not believe it will happen this year. The lone police officer charged with three counts of endangerment in the shooting death of Breonna Taylor, pleading not guilty in Kentucky, Brett Hankinson, accused of recklessly discharging his gun into a nearby apartment, not firing the bullet that ended Ms. Taylor's life. If convicted, he could face five years in prison. The positivity rate for new COVID tests breaking the 20% mark in several states, including South Dakota, North Dakota, and Montana. Health experts say anything above 5% means the disease is spreading. There are now roughly 45,000 cases of the contagion in the USA every day. Frustrated Americans turning to the bottle to cope with the pandemic. Sales of alcohol beverages up 55% since the middle of April. Most popular drinks in September, tequila, vodka, beer, and wine. Online purchases of spirits increased 340% in the last six months. New York City leads the league in daily consumption. And if you lived here, you would understand why. In a moment, a preview of the big debate tonight. Right back with that. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. A look at tonight's debate in Cleveland. It will be on all the networks, commercial-free, and is likely to attract a television and live streaming audience of close to 100 million viewers worldwide. 84 million tuned in for Mr. Trump's first debate with Hillary Clinton in 2016. The event will be moderated by Chris Wallace at Fox News and will span 60 minutes. Mr. Wallace says, quote, my job is to be as invisible as possible. I'm trying to get them to engage, to focus on the key issues, to give people at home a sense of why I want to vote for one versus the other, unquote. Because of social distancing, about 100 people are expected to be there to watch the debate in Cleveland. There will be no traditional handshake because of COVID. Each candidate has two minutes to respond to each question, which means they don't have to answer the question because here's how it goes down. Mr. Wallace will direct a question to President Trump, then Mr. Biden. They can spend, the candidates that is, about 30 seconds maybe answering Chris Wallace's question, maybe not, maybe dodging, and then they can say what they want because Chris Wallace cannot interrupt. Now, this is the flaw in the debate system. So you ask a good question and everybody wants an answer. Well, the candidates don't have to answer. Now, after two minutes, which is a pretty long time in a debate format, Mr. Wallace can come back and say, hey, you didn't answer the question and restate it. But then it gets into back and forth. There's not another time for one candidate. The other candidate can jump in. Well, I'll answer that, Chris, that kind of thing. So the problem here is a lack of discipline in answering the questions, because if Mr. Trump or Mr. Biden are put on the spot, which I think Wallace will try to do, they can just filibuster, avoid, forget what the question is. What was that question again? You see what I'm talking about? So in a debate like this, it's basically all about demeanor. Now, a poll says roughly 70% of Americans do not believe the debate will matter much to them. 44% say debates don't matter at all. But 30% persuadable, that's big. And I believe this is the most important night in the presidential campaign, because it's close. No matter what the bogus polls tell you, it's razor thin in a lot of key states and across the country. You have two gigantic states, California and New York, which are all Biden all the time. You take those out of the equation, Mr. Trump is ahead. So this is something that can go either way. And tonight we will find out. And I will have absolute no-spin analysis for you tomorrow in this time. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I proved that message by writing it. Disagree? I want to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. And please consider my new best-selling book, Killing Crazy Horse. You will like it. 
in a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 25 years ago this week, millions of Americans gathered around their TV sets to watch the conclusion of what is known as the trial of the century. After more than eight months of testimony and witnesses, it took a jury just four hours to find O.J. Simpson not guilty of murdering his wife and another man. And that four hours included a 90-minute lunch break. So the jury was not going to convict Mr. Simpson. Here's the story. In October 1994, Judge Lance Ito began questioning more than 300 potential jurors to decide Simpson's fate. On November 3rd, 12 Americans were seated with 12 alternates. Over the course of the trial, 10 were dismissed for a variety of reasons. Only four of the original jurors remained on the final panel. According to firsthand accounts, the living conditions were miserable. To protect the jurors from nonstop media intrusion, Police removed TV sets, radios, and telephones from their hotel rooms. They were sequestered. For entertainment, the jury was allowed to watch pre-taped episodes of Seinfeld and other sitcoms. All commercials were deleted in those tapes. In April, the jurors refused to come to court to protest their conditions. Judge Ito ordered them to appear in 13 arrived dressed in black. The media referred to the incident as a full-blown jury revolt. On October 2nd, 1995, after just four hours of discussion, as I mentioned, the jury found Simpson not guilty. And here's something else you might not know. The verdict for the trial of the century had a global impact on the economy. An estimated 100 million people worldwide watched or listened to the announcement. Long-distance phone calls declined by 58%. Trading volume on the New York Stock Exchange dropped by 41%. I watched the verdict at Harvard, where I was studying for a master's degree. Water usage decreased as people avoided using bathrooms or cooking. So much work stopped that economists say the verdict in the Simpson case caused an estimated $480 million in lost productivity back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you, and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.